This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Uh, I'm struggling this morning and I'm telling you why I'm struggling this morning is because I don't know if this is some Discord plan or if somebody's having a joke, but it's not my birthday and uh, for some reason... The chat box this morning is lit up with everybody saying happy birthday, Tom. Now, I'm either being really narcissistic and believing that there's no other Toms in the world, but I can't. I tried to find in the chat somebody called Tom saying it was their birthday, and I can't. I can't find it. So what's going on? Someone tell me, please, because I am so... Stop saying happy birthday. I don't know... I don't know whose birthday it is. Uh, good morning to those joining us in the chat box. Rich, good morning to you, to Matt G, to Johnny, to Clincy, Blackshine, Martin, uh, Guna Jake, Sweating Merlo. Um, thank you, everybody in the chat box. Uh, the Process, Stephen, Darren, MRM, Olawale, Temi. Uh, and see, NSW was the first to write this in, which always makes me a little suspicious. Um, so I don't know what the reasons are i did i did look on youtube and it said it was the channel's birthday but it's been saying that for like the last few days um maybe it's tgt uh chris says it's the guna talk anniversary okay so how do you know that like how did where does it tell you that i don't i'm really confused is it on twitter is it somewhere i don't know but for some reason for some reason <laughs> <laughs> it is anyway if it's not, if it is apparently where are the presents that's what i want to know where are the presents uh, it's, if it's a birthday you know it's going to backfire on you now this prank <laughs> if it is a prank um but yeah uh i don't know what's going on but good morning to everyone joining us in the chat box thank you so much guys uh process i will send you i will put a new link in the community tab for the discord server so make sure that that is uh is done after today's show right um let's crack on shall we 
and uh, hope. Oh, by the way, I, I am running an experiment of technology today. I'm on my old laptop and I'm probably going to continue on my old laptop. I'm going to work on my new laptop, but do the show on my old laptop just to see if that's clearly what the problem is, if see if anything. So if the microphone stops, let me know immediately in the chat box or if there's any issues audibly, but hopefully it proves that it is indeed this that is the problem and not the microphone. Um, Olu Minde says, how, how can you not know the channel's anniversary? Because I didn't start it. Craig started the Guna Talk back in 2015. I took over in 2016. So I don't actually know <laughs> the start date exactly of the channel. But apparently it's the 19th of October. So uh, yes, uh, there you go. Uh, I, I guess that is how we know. Anyway, let's uh, move into today's story, shall we? Uh, both Reese James and Axel Dizazi are said to have trained for Chelsea ahead of the game this weekend against Arsenal. Um, and uh, obviously this would be a big boost to Chelsea if both of them are involved in some way, shape or form. Um, we did do a little bit of kind of a, a chat yesterday, if you like, about the idea um, of, of both of these players being involved. I, I was joined by Elliot uh, from the Arsenal Vision podcast to talk at length kind of about the return to um, specifically um, the return to, to Premier League action and what this next run of fixtures is going to look like for us, how we should start, who we should play, whether it's Partey and Rice and Erdegaard in the midfield, whether we start with you know the top, the top three, and, and if not, if players aren't fit, how we deal with that. So if you haven't yet given that a watch, I'd recommend that you do so. Um, but yes, both James and Izazi uh, uh, did train uh, with the main Chelsea group, whether or not um, they'll be involved or start. I guess we are going to have to wait and see. Um, moving forwards, and Alexander Zinchenko, uh, in rather amusing fashion, if you want to call it that, uh, has been speaking about what uh, he would do to Mihailo Mudrik if indeed uh, the 22-year-old scored against Arsenal this weekend. Now, it is graphic, um, so just prepare yourselves. He says, I told him, if you do or attempt to do that on Saturday, I'll rip your balls off. Okay, I did warn you. Um, that's that's what Zinchenko has said. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure if indeed that is what will happen, but we're, uh, we're going to have to wait and see uh, <laughs> if, if Mudrik can get a goal against Arsenal. We all significantly hope that that isn't indeed the case. But uh, yes, yeah, Zinchenko being... Very upfront, I think it's probably fair to say, um, as opposed to uh, as opposed to being like, yes, I support him and uh, hope that he succeeds, but not on Saturday. No, very straight to the point. Um, and Zinchenko, uh, if anything, giving him more uh, of a reason. Not that anyone would want that to happen to them, but like, you know, just uh, the goading, if you like, gives a bit of an excuse for Mudrik to be uh, a little bit more potent uh, in attack. Or maybe not. Maybe it'll affect him. Um, he won't be going one-on-one -on -one against it because Mudrik usually plays on Chelsea's left, meaning he'll be going up against Ben White. But uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's wait and see uh, what happens on Saturday afternoon. And our headline story of the day, not too much news, still the international break uh, as well. Um, but... Uh, there still remains questions over Saka and Trossard. Like, there's a lot of assumptions being made that both of them are going to be back and ready, but we don't know uh, is the is the answer. We don't know whether or not uh, Trossard and Saka is going to be back. Um, Saka, uh, we know, pulled out the game against Man City and pulled out of England duty, but we don't know if this amount of time that he's had off has been enough to kind of rest and recover and get him back into a position where he can indeed uh, fight for that place. 
I guess we're going to have to wait and see. And Leandro Trossard, of course, pulled out of the uh, Belgian national side because of a hamstring problem. Now, he suffered a hamstring issue before the international break as well. Uh, he suffered that that problem that kept him out of a number of games and we had to use Jesus on the left, if you remember, and Nketi through the middle and Saka on the right because Trossard wasn't available and neither was uh, Martinelli during the same period. So I don't know whether or not Trossard will be rushed back. The fact that Martinelli is, of course available now and has had a couple of weeks to rest and recover after making his return against City. That's obviously a big positive. So, you know, Trossard's not necessarily as, you know, he's not as much of a necessity as as Saka is because we don't have the depth. But we don't necessarily know uh, still. What I can tell you is that Mikel Arteta's press conference takes place early tomorrow afternoon. So hopefully we can indeed get some updates on the pair. Uh, We'll have uh, an update from the manager then. And of course, we'll discuss that on Saturday morning's show um so make sure you tune in for that tonight at 5 p.m uk time we will indeed be having a preview show with hopefully some of our members from the discord server uh that's 5 p.m uk time so do indeed set your alarms for that i'll be back uh, on with some guests to talk about uh the game talk about chelsea talk about what we can expect our lineups our predictions and all of that lovely stuff so make sure that you do indeed tune in a little bit later on but um of course as always it's important that we, because uh, the thing is for me, the Chelsea game is, it's still kind of this behemoth of a game. Like despite the fact that Chelsea have been so, there's been so so much turmoil and chaos and inconsistency about Chelsea's play. I can never find myself getting too confident despite the fact that they are pretty bad this season. Um, but there's always reason to have confidence, I suppose, when Arsenal travel there because our record there is so good. It's nearly perfect. Right, let's go to part two then and your questions, shall we? Uh, Right after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, let's jump into the chat box and get some of your feelings. Um, Okay, okay, here we go. Uh, The process says, uh, what do you think is the main source of Chelsea fans' confidence heading into this game? The timeline has been unbearable this week. Do you know what the most toxic thing about X, formerly known as Twitter, is? It's the for you page of of Twitter. I'm still going to call it Twitter. Like the amount of Chelsea fans that get thrust into this for you page is so incredibly frustrating. Like it's so incredibly annoying uh, because I just see these like really overconfident Chelsea supporters 
throwing up tweets like I follow a couple of Chelsea fans because I have friends who are Chelsea fans. But like if I read their tweet or if I've ever replied to one of their tweets because they've been trying to goad me or other Chelsea fans, it then just starts to suggest loads of other Chelsea supporters. Um and their 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 silly takes, like the amount of people that are saying that like Martinelli's gonna get pocketed and you know Saliba's just gonna get done by Jackson or whatever. And it's like have you not watched your own team this season? Have you not watched Arsenal this season? Um, the confidence is blind. The confidence comes from naivety. It comes from just a self-belief, which, you know, to be fair, should exist. Um, so, yeah, let's 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 see who the confident ones are after this weekend. Uh, it's probably been fair to say. Uh, Sweaty Muller says, Twitter, annoying. I oh, know, crazy, crazy, isn't it? Uh, Rich says, I wonder if a disproportionate number of Chelsea fans bought uh, the blue tick, indeed. You know, the reason why I have it, you know, the most frustrating thing is if I if I can get rid of the blue tick and keep hold of my two-step text verification, that was the biggest scam, you know, about about uh, Twitter, was that to get, have text, because I'm, I'm really, like, uh, superstitious in some ways. I don't like the verification apps. Like, I'm not a big fan of them. And I've always had text verification on every single, like, thing that I have because it's just so much more reliable to me. And the fact that they made it so that you could only have two-step text verification if you had Twitter Blue was like the biggest kick in the teeth because, you know, you have to go around now with a blue tick. Like, it's a mark of shame. Trust me, if I could turn it off, I would. If I could keep that two-step text verification, I would. But, yeah, goodness me, it is frustrating. And also, to be fair, the way the algorithm works, if you're a journalist, if you're someone that's producing content, if you're someone that's producing, um, you know, articles as i do if you're producing content you obviously want that to show up more and the fact that unless you've got twitter blue your tweets and things aren't going to show up as much you know it's detrimental not to have it and it's just frustrating i wish it i wish a certain man never bought this platform but uh yeah it is it is what it is uh charlie says do you think Havertz should start at the center forward for us or in the midfield role arteta uh likes to put him do i think he should start at center forward if we use him i think it should be at center forward or just off of the striker i'm not a big fan of him in this midfield position i think he needs to be used as close to the opposition box as feasibly possible um and until that happens you know until that is the situation um, I think that we won't necessarily see the best from him. But uh, yeah, let's let's see if that, that happens to uh, to change. Uh, Mr. Juslin says, Tom, how do they work out possession percentage in a match? There's usually like a, an algorithm that kind of just, um, that's kind of counting up the time that each team is in possession. Um, and obviously it will just kind of go throughout the game. And yeah, they've got different like analytics that, that work that out. There'll be like something that what well, it knows when a team is in possession. So it will like start increasing the percentage of one and lowering the percentage of the other. The time that each team has been in possession works it out. So yeah, there you go. Interesting question. No one's really asked about the the how it works. Uh, but he says, hey, Tom, lucky I caught you live today. Uh, what do you think about the prospects of Saturday? I'm a little bit worried about Chelsea bouncing back. Of course, there's always a smidge of worry. Um I, I really do think that when it comes to uh, something like uh, a game at Stamford Bridge, our confidence should be high because we've got such a good record there and Chelsea haven't been so good. But there's always going to be an element of, an element, if you like, of uh, angst and apprehension and worry. But uh, you've just got to, you know, you've just got to be in a position whereby you lean into that confidence, that you shut out the nervousness. And then just keep your fingers crossed that everything 
goes. Okay. Uh, Rohan says, is this game bigger for us than it is for Chelsea? We simply cannot beat Man City and then lose or drop points in the following game. Um, it's bigger for us, without a shadow of a doubt. Chelsea's season is, is already effectively kind of done. You know, they have been so poor at the beginning of the season that thought the hopes of a top four place are next to zero. Uh, Arsenal effectively have to win every single game, bar a couple, to have a hope of winning the league. And, and that's the position that Man City have put us into, is that you have to win basically nearly all your games. So we can't afford to be losing at Chelsea because I expect Man City to win at Chelsea. We can't, we can't afford to lose there. So, you know, it is without a doubt a far, far bigger game for us. Uh, Zizi says, it's the type of confidence that we would get ripped for as a fan base if we showed an inch of it. It absolutely is. You're 100% right. It is that level of uh, hypocrisy. Um, Arsenal fans are always treated differently. They're always, always, always treated differently um, to uh, to other fans. We are targets because we're very reactionary uh we're very easily biteable uh, no it's not the word we're easily biteable <laughs> you know what i mean we bite easy that's that's the way of putting it so there you go on that one um red star says who in chelsea's attack are you most fearful of it's a good question um oh. i mean mudrick's got the speed to scare anybody obviously but his execution really does lack um kind of finesse at times. Sterling, obviously, is the most experienced of that group. Madueke, I, I, I rate Madueke. I think he's a good player. Jackson hasn't necessarily impressed me in the same way. It would be Nkunku, but he's not fit. I think when Nkunku does return in the new year, that'll be a massive, massive boost to Chelsea. And they'll probably, you know, score plenty more goals because he is, a, in my view, a, a potentially world-class player. So they're getting that back into the group. But uh, yeah, interesting to see. I think Mudrik, you probably look out for the speed because he's just unpredictable. You don't really know what kind of player is going to turn up. So he could be brilliant. He could be terrible. You don't know. And that, you know, but Enzo Fernandez is fantastic. Has been playing kind of further forward as well with uh, with Caicedo sitting and, you know, others in the midfield. But yeah, Gallagher's had a good, really good season as well, to be fair. It's probably been one of their standouts despite not being the big name on the team sheet. Um uh, let's go to uh, boom, 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 boom. Uh, M Form says, Do you think Zinni's comments are due to the fact that he lobbied hard for Mudrick uh, to join Arsenal and it didn't happen? Or do you think he's just busting his chops? I think the latter, I think it's just a bit of, I think it's just a bit of, uh, you know, tomfoolery, if you like. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think he necessarily holds any grudges. At the end of the day, it was really out of Mudrick's control. Arsenal weren't going to bid as much as Chelsea did. So how can, you know, how can he really? turn down a move to the Premier League if Arsenal weren't going to uh, make that move because as soon as Chelsea got him, they were going to sign somebody else uh, and that would have blocked the pathway for him. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, Paul says, Chelsea and Tottenham have not really played anything like Arsenal this season. Let's go, 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 Gunners. Um, I think Spurs have been decent, but I think that they have been very fortunate this year, whereas Chelsea, like, just simply haven't, uh, haven't been very, very good at all. Um Bakary Lazani says, hey, Tom, glad I caught you live to wish you a happy birthday. It's not my birthday. It might be the channel's birthday, but it's not mine. Mine is next month. 21st of November is my birthday. Um, who would you play up top this weekend and how is the FPL team doing? Uh, up top, if it has to be Jesus and then Saka and Martinelli, hopefully that's who we can have. But, you know, if it's not, I'd like to see Havertz again start up top. Um, fantasy is up and down. Uh, if you'd like to join our Fantasy League, I'll leave a little uh, note. Here you go. That's our code to the Fantasy League. If you would very much like to join CFJ092. Uh, in the 
big TGT league, I'm like 572nd out of over a thousand. I'm like 50% uh, in that league. In the TGT Discord league, uh, it wasn't a good weekend at all. Uh, for me, I only got 33 points, which is very frustrating considering that Dan Robert got 45. So a little bit of a gap opening up there, but it was just a bad weekend. And hopefully this week, I've got the players in that are going to return for me. Uh, I really, really hope that they can because, uh, yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, it was not good this last week. So hopefully that improves for us uh, and hopefully we can climb up the table a little bit more. Um, Matt G says, are we just going to gloss over the fact that Tom used the word tomfoolery? <laughs> yes, we are. Absolutely. Um, Kay Lump says, uh, when is Timber back from injury and who do you expect will lose out, assuming he's back to his best? Uh, March at the very earliest. Um, we expect that would be the seven-month point for us. Um, so, yeah, I'd expect it to be uh, that at March time. And I don't know. It could be Zinchenko. It could be White. It could be somebody in the midfields. That's what's so good uh, about, you know, about the uh, the versatility of of Timber. That makes him that good indeed. Um, Vivian says, what do you make about the Barcelona presidential allegations? Um, yes, Laporta. Uh, is it not? Um, let's have a quick look. Let's get the facts. Always important to get the facts whenever reporting any information. Um, Barcelona President Jean Laporta charged with bribery. It's gone into the Telegraph. Um, reading the story a little bit more. Jean Laporta, the Barcelona President, has been personally charged with bribery by prosecutors over the refereeing scandal engulfing the club just days before he addresses members at the annual general meeting on Saturday. Um, yeah. I mean, let's wait and see. Let's just see what kind of falls out from this because... Barcelona have been embroiled in loads of different chaoses um, over the last few years, and they still continue forward. So let's let's see how this one affects. What do I make of it? You know, am I am I embroiled in surprise at this? Like, I, <laughs> it's been constant, hasn't it? You know, it's been absolutely constant. The, the news of a controversial nature around Barcelona for quite sometime. Uh, John says, with City playing four centre-backs in the match, do you think that uh, players like Tommy are invaluable? His versatility could be the difference this season. Japan are flying with him, playing so well. Yeah, without a, without a doubt, John. Um, Tommy Asa was a really important player. I really don't get people that don't necessarily raise him because I think he's really, really important um, for this team. And I think that you know his ability to play at right-back, left-back, centre-half, I think he's better at centre-half than any of those other positions. And I think the depth that he could bring us if Saliba is out, you know, the biggest thing last season for me was when Saliba was out. So was Tommy Asu. So we didn't have either of them to help. And that was a real big problem. Had Tommy Asu been fit, I think we would have been okay, even with a player like Saliba out. I think that Tommy Asu would have been great in that centre back position. So uh, that was a really big, 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 big blow for us. Uh, Garish says, hey, Tom, is there any possibility of signing Messi for a couple of seasons? Would be a good idea. What are your thoughts? No, is the answer, Garish. I don't think there's any possibility at all i think he's going to go back and play for um, is it newell um i think in argentina um i think that's where he will eventually leave to after miami uh barry says how many ex-players have become arsenal manager well you're testing my history now because i'm sure there are loads in arsenal's history going back and back and back obviously george graham um Mikel arteta are the obvious ones to, to suggest freddie Jumberg was even in charge for a short period of time um, but you're going to be really testing my knowledge um, to go back really far. I'm sure some of our uh, more experienced listeners may be able to give you some more, um, but certainly they're the ones that, that come to mind. Um, 
Badzi says, uh, could an injury hit season for all clubs be good for us? After all, our squad depth is much deeper than most and nearly every player has a great replacement. Love you and all your work. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. That's very kind of you. Um, I think that obviously our depth is in a far better position than a lot of other teams. Uh, it is without a doubt one of our strongest assets. We've just got to make sure that we keep our own players fit because, you know, we lost Trossard and Martinelli at the same time and we lost uh, Saliba and Tommy Asu last season at the same time and we've lost... Partey uh, for an extended period. We lost Jesus for an extended period. We were losing and we lost Rice as well in that game against Spurs. And all of a sudden, you've lost your starting DMs and your starting left wingers. So it depends on luck as well. Um, that, that, that is always going to be a question mark about how competent we are, I suppose, to be able to deal with any injuries that we end up potentially facing. So, yeah, uh, difficult, difficult indeed. Um, but we are in a very good position. Uh, Jason, Bruce Rico. <laughs> Do you mean Bruce Rioch? Yeah, uh, he didn't play for Arsenal. Um, he managed Arsenal, but he didn't play for Arsenal. Um, the only ones I can think of off the top of my head are Arteta and George Graham. So, yeah, um, certainly uh, <laughs> Bruce Rico. <laughs> That's really tickled me. Um, let's go to... Uh, let's scroll up a little bit more, shall we? And I'm sure I've missed... Some questions. Um, Grantley Poos says, so who is to appear at the live event next year? Oh, it's a great question. And I'm not telling you yet. Uh, we've got some great uh, guests in line for our live event that's going to be taking place next year. I revealed to the Discord server yesterday when it's going to be. I can tell you that it's going to be in the month of February. Um, so that's when we're going to be doing our next live event. So if you're going to be in London in the February period, get your fingers crossed um, that indeed... Uh, the show will be then, but um, it's going to be a smaller, uh, smaller venue this time than it was last time because we I wanted to make it a little bit more intimate, if you know what I mean. I want it to be a little bit more kind of you know, like uh, so it's not massively spread out. Um, and I wanted to make it kind of a place. And I visited a place in London uh, this year, uh, a few a couple of months ago, and I we went there for lunch with my missus and a few friends. And it's got this amazing upstairs room with a stage and uh, loads of booths and a seating area, and it's just amazing. And it's in uh, it's in North London as well. So um, I look forward to bringing you more details about that uh, towards the end of this month and the start of next month. And um, tickets hopefully will be on sale in November. So uh, let's, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing as many of you as, as feasibly possible. Um, Don Howell, uh, Terry Neal, we're getting them all come in now. George Swindon, says Jim. Wow, that is really, you know, that's some knowledge. Uh, knowledge there indeed. Um, Let's go to Ninos says, what is your take on PGM PGMOL reinstating Darren England and that VAR team this weekend? It was always going to happen eventually, Ninos. You know, I think that um, it was never going to be a sackable offence what happened. It was always going to be a suspension. So it was inevitable that they would return. Uh, has this suspension been long enough? Some might say no. Some might say yes, but uh, they were always going to return, you know, at some stage. Uh, Jason's thoughts on Manchester United's new management and how it will affect the game. I assume that's the new ownership, you know, Jim Ratcliffe coming in, taking a 25% stake in the club. Of all of the outcomes, I think it's the most positive. Uh, had Man United had Qatari backing, their debt wiped away and loads of investment, you know, it would have made them a better team. But that said, they've spent horrifically like I spent horrific amounts of money you know and still not necessarily succeeded so it's never a guarantee that money buys you success but uh it would have been a better you know they would have had more money and more um 
they would have had a lot more ability to spend maybe and compete with Arsenal for certain players. So uh, I suppose it's a positive thing that they didn't get that backing in the end. Uh, TJ says, what current player from our starting eleven is most likely to leave the club? I, I probably think Thomas Partey um, would be the most likely to leave of our starting eleven because of his age, his contract length. Um, and I think that Arsenal will be looking to try and sign a midfielder in the near future. And his injury record as well, his availability has always been a big question mark. So, yeah, I think Thomas Partey probably is the most likely player in that starting eleven to leave. Uh, M. Fawn says, have you gotten uh, the thoughts on Beckham's documentary? Finally got it during... I haven't actually, no. I still haven't managed to watch it. Uh, I know the missus does, so we're kind of waiting and, and, you know, with her working and me working, sometimes it's difficult for those things to align. So, no, I've not yet watched it, but I have heard that it's very good um, and very revealing. So, yes. Uh, Kameni says, what do you think about the Tonali gambling issue and compared to that of Tony? Um, We did touch on this yesterday. I said that I think the coverage... You know, there is a difference in the coverage. That said, you know, um, Tonali looks like he is facing a ban. Um, so I guess that we will see both of them banned for a significant period of time. But uh, I can't say I've seen wild criticisms of Tony, of, of um, sorry, of Tonali. It's very different. They're both both names start with T-O-N. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's... I haven't seen the wild criticisms of Tonali the same way I saw wild criticisms of criticisms of Tony, um, which is a you know unbalanced and and not fair in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Rohan says, "Why are Arsenal not going for Kvatskhelia? He's world class because he'd be exceptionally expensive, and he's a left-sided player. I know he can play through the middle as well, but he's a left-sided player, and we've got a lot of players on the left side already. So that's probably the biggest reason." Uh, as uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, what we've got already at the club. Um, we're going to end the show there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I'd just like to say for one more time, it is not my birthday. <laughs> it might be the channel's birthday, in which case, thank you for the TGT thoughts. Uh, the channel was started back in 2015 uh, in October by uh, Craig, uh, who then obviously passed the reins on to myself around a year later. And uh, obviously, I've been in... Uh, in charge of the channel and running the channel and owning the channel for the last seven years and uh, we've grown it to the level that it is today which is great so thank you to everybody that's continued to make the channel as uh, as big as it is as it you know the, the, the level that it continues to be it's an absolute pleasure uh, that I'm able to do this every single day um, and that it's taken me into some amazing places to do some amazing things. So thank you uh, to everybody that's continued to support the channel. Do go watch um, our show that I recorded yesterday. If you're a big fan of the Arsenal Vision podcast, you will like the show that we did yesterday because I was uh, I was joined by, uh, by Elliot uh, from the Arsenal Vision pod. So do make sure that you go and check that one out. Uh, it's the last upload on the channel. Uh, I am 29 in uh, <laughs> I'm 29 in November. So next month, uh, November 21st is mine. So you'll have to wait a bit longer until you can really throw your happy birthdays in my direction. But uh, yeah, one step closer to 30. Uh, <laughs> scary, very scary indeed. But uh, you know, it, it, it always it comes for us all. Uh, thank you to everyone for tuning in. It is very much appreciated. I hope that you're a fantastic Thursday. Uh, we very nearly made it to Friday. We've got two more days and then it's the Premier League back in our lives. So let's make it through. Uh, during this really, obviously, difficult time for so many of us, please stay safe. Please stay well. Um, and I will see you uh, this afternoon and this evening. Uh, have a great day. And as always, up the Arsenal. 
It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.